Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Now that heart is beating fast And that's the rhythm I can dance to I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to That one big heart that's beating fast Tomorrow morning let it rain Tomorrow morning let it pour Tonight we're in the groove together Ain't gonna worry about Here we are on Radical Australia on Community Radio 3CR 855 on the AM dial. This program is podcast. You can access the podcast by going to 3cr.org.au. We are streaming live on 3cr.org.au and the only reason we can do all this because the Empress, the Dowager herself, is in the studio. Good afternoon, Empress Dalbridge. Good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, listeners. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I know. You've you been pleasant to me and the listeners. Oh, you know, you've got to give it a go every now and then. Well, yeah, I can understand. Yeah, look, look I'll try to be nasty to them. Oh, we'll no, do no, the no. good cop, bad cop routine. No, no, no. no. Let's, no, no. let's do the nice cop, nicer cop, bad routine. Oh, that's even better. Do we have a guest? Yes, we do have a guest. She's sitting right in front of us. It's Madame Louise Sale. <laughs> good afternoon. It's good to see you. Never seen you before, have I? No, I don't think you have. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> we could pretend we're at a bar, couldn't we? <laughs> we could pretend we're at a bar and she say, look, I don't date my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> now, are we only do two questions on the program? Mm-hmm. Simple. And you've got 55 minutes to answer them. The first question only takes 10 seconds. And uh, think of yourself as sitting in a canoe. Yeah. You know, I've got the paddle. Yeah. You're sitting there relaxing, looking at your life, and we'll just go down interesting rabbit warrens, all right? Excellent. Okay, good. And slightly scary. No, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nothing scary about that. No, no. You've got, what, one million listeners, you know, listening to about your life? Now, the first question is, what year were you born? Just to orientate Oh, yeah, listeners. 1974. 70, what, was that an accent I heard there? Scottish, yeah. Scottish. Well, it's kind of Scottish. I was fusion now. What's this? <laughs> You just came out there just out of the blue. I thought you were one of us. <laughs> well, technically I am. I'm technically. Australian now. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, okay, Joined right. citizenship. Yeah. Did you? I'll so talk about that. Well, well, I can organise it. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're protected? No way. Just what you get Scottish independence. Now, the next question is, what's the first thing you remember about being on planet Earth? Oh, mm. that's a tricky question. It is. It's because some are manufactured, some are yeah. real, some are together. What? I think. I mean, oh, some of my earliest memories: mm. um, having a fight of the slide at kindy and with fight someone with else. Or well, with somebody yeah. else, or just yeah. a slide? Yeah, a little boy. Yeah, a little we, boy. I think we both wanted to play on the slide, so yeah. there was a bit yeah. of fisty cuffs. Oh. I remember that. Yeah, is, this, <laughs> is, this, is this common in kindergarten in, in, in Scotland? There's a little bit of yeah, fisty cuffs. Yeah, it's pretty tough place, Scotland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah a good friend who came from Glasgow. And he, he grew up there in the 70s and 80s. He didn't think it was very pleasant. 
No, I'm from Edinburgh, so I'm from Did the other side. Oh, right. So we're right. a bit, we're a bit yeah, more posh yeah. over there, the Glaswegians is it, would it, say. Is there a thing called the pro? <laughs> is it the projects or something? He lived in somewhere in Scotland. Go- oh yeah, the schemes. Like yeah, something schemes. like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But we won't talk about that. You're a pleasant, uh, you know, upper class type, so we won't <laughs> worry about that. Now. What part of Scotland? You said Edinburgh. Ed- outside Edinburgh, a little it place called Pennycook that no one's heard of. What's yeah. it called? Pen- Pennycook. Pennycook. Yeah. Really? Mm. How long did you live there for? For 17 years. 17 yeah. years. And, and then I took off to Ireland. Well, yeah. we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. In a minute. In a minute. <laughs> are your parents alive? They are, yeah. What type of parents were they? Um, I reckon... Pretty kind of little L liberal, yeah. um, middle yeah. class. Yeah, but how do they treat you? Yeah, well, actually. Well, yeah. you've yeah. you got no welts or scars to show. Uh, oh, everyone's got scars, haven't they? I yeah, mean, but they're psychological. Parents' job is to like yeah. mess the kids up, really, isn't it? Well, <laughs> well, if their job is to protect us from the big <laughs> wide world, but not from themselves. Yeah. All right, so... Yeah. You said you went to kindergarten. Yeah. Is this common in Scotland that people go to kindergarten? Well, we call it nursery there. Nursery. Yeah. Yeah. So why did your parents from this little godforsaken village <laughs> of 15 people send you to a nursery school? Well, to engage with other kids, I guess, play mm. with other kids. You got any memories apart from the fight on the slide? <sighs> Not yeah, not uh, hugely. Yeah, uh, it's funny how that stands out, isn't it? It is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was the defining moment of your life. Yeah, and I remember I've got another memory about a little girl letting letting go of a balloon and it flying away and it, uh-huh. yeah, uh, and you remember her car? having a complete meltdown and I, me I thinking that's quite pathetic, really. Really, at your yeah. age, you think that's pathetic? Well, you didn't have the balloon. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my balloon. It's true. Exactly. No wonder you thought it was pathetic. All right, so what happens to little Scots lasses and lads after they leave nursery school? Nursery school, so primary school comes next. Next, so yeah. grade, what, five or six you turn up? I think, you? yeah, I would have been five. Five. Yeah. five. Yeah. Do you remember your first day? I remember going along, yeah, I do remember. Yeah, so well, I remember being introduced to my teacher. Yeah, I think we got introduced to the teacher before we started. Mm, I do mm. remember that. How did you feel about that? i oh, excited, actually. Really? Yeah. Did, did yeah. you leave any brothers? I loved primary school. It was did weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> did you leave any brothers and sisters behind? Or? Yeah, I've got a brother and sister. Yeah. And were they older, younger? Younger, yeah. Younger, so they wouldn't have even been around when you went to primary school. Were they? No. Oh, actually, yeah, they were three. They yeah, were, I, yeah, we were kind of... Two years apart, so I was five. Uh, my brother was three, and my sister was one. One of those families with three kids under five. Yeah. Get it over and done with. Yeah. The breeding set. Yeah. I'd prove wholeheartedly. I mean, why, why spend your whole life, you know, having kids when you can do it after two or three years? So, you said you liked primary school. What did you like I about really it? I really did. What did you like about it? Um, I think just, just learning things. I had a real, yeah. Really enjoyed learning things, yeah. Like what? Um, oh, just about the natural world and you like yeah. the natural world. Yeah, there is a natural world in Scotland, is there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've, ch- they've chopped down most of the trees, yeah. but yeah, right. yeah, there's still a natural world. I think the yeah. last time I was there was must have been 1978, and there wasn't much of a natural world there. I was a bit disappointed. It's interesting actually, because in mm. Scotland at the moment they reckon there's more trees now than there have been in the last 500 years because people have been reforesting it. So mm. there's a positive story. It for is you. a positive yeah. story. You got rid of yep. all those uh, English 
land grabbers <laughs> and planted some trees. I don't yeah, know. and then we voted to not leave and get independence. It's the what pension, was that about? It's Terrible. the pensions. It's the pensions. Yeah. The old people want to <laughs> British pensions. <laughs> now, getting back, getting back to your yes. life. So what did you excel at at primary school? Biology. I was always really into biology. At primary yeah. school? Why oh, weren't you? Actually, we didn't do... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was into English. I English. was into maths. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Did your parents do Gaelic or were they... Actually, we never learned. Yeah, it's, it's Gaelic in Scotland. Gaelic's the Irish. Oh, right. Yeah. So yeah. what is it in Scotland again? Gaelic. Gaelic. Yeah. The other one's Gaelic. Yeah, it's Irish. basically just... The same yeah. word pronounced differently. Yeah, you have a long Scottish background, or are you basically in- English interlopers, your family? <sighs> yeah, pretty much. I actually have a real mix of sort of Welsh and Irish and Scottish mm. and a bit of Basque. That's mm. as far a as bit of Basque. Basque. Where did yeah. that come in? Um, my dad's side, I reckon. Oh. Yeah, so my auntie traced our family tree, and yeah, I reckon the, there was, was Basque blood in there. What was he shipwrecked? From the Armada or something, because that, that happened fairly bit. Possibly, yeah. yeah. I reckon there's a lot of um, Spanish mm. descendants in, in Ireland, actually. Yeah, people yeah. that have come round. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and a lot of the seamen would have been yeah. Basques at that particular point in time. Yeah. And they were actually welcomed by the Irish, and I assume the Scots, because they were seen as rebels. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm proud of the Basque bit, actually. Oh, yeah. 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 oh just means you're <laughs> one of the indigenous people of Europe. You know that, don't you, about the Basques? The what, sorry? The Basques, the indigenous mm. people of Europe. Yeah, well, it, in yeah. In their DNA. Yeah, It's totally different to uh, any other European DNA. Yeah. Not that I should <clears> be <throat> telling you that. Because <laughs> mm. cattle in first. You're the old Celts, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. cattle yeah. in first, and the Basques want independence, then the Aragonese. I can understand why the central government's worried in Spain. <laughs> you can have your little drink, it's all oh, right. That's why, that's, why that's why I'm talking, <laughs> you know. Nobody can see what we're doing, and I'm just... I was hogging the microphone to give you an opportunity to have a drink. <laughs> what, what's in there? Water. You're yeah. kidding me. <laughs> One hour for me and Dale, and you just brought in water. <laughs> That's delicious. Dale, could you get rid of this guest, place? <laughs> so, when you left primary school, what did you think about yourself? Um, oh... That's a tricky question, isn't it? I should have listened to one of your other programs before. I've never asked this question. (laughs) (laughs) So what did I think of myself? Um, I was kind of... I was, yeah, I was kind of shy, Mm. but also a bit, yeah, a bit feisty. Like, I think I can credit one of my, a particular teacher who's right. who might not even be here anymore but there was, there was a mrs forbes who was like mm. man she was completely evil evil yeah right. <laughs> and she really imbued right. in me a really healthy disrespect for authority mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> well we won't go into why she was just in case she's around and they saw us but that's oh, a she'll be in matter. scotland yeah well, it doesn't matter you heard of the net we do stream live on 3cr.org.au i'd be surprised if mrs forbes listens to yeah, 3CR, yeah, but, but, you, yeah, but her you family never may. Yeah. Her family may. <laughs> do you have any property? I do have property. Yeah, yeah. you've got problems I'll now. De- I'll, Mrs. I'll Forbes, de- <laughs> she's got property. <laughs> I'll defend it in court as well. <laughs> because, well, yeah. well, one, you've got, to have a, you've got to have actually a reputation to be defamed, and two, mm-hmm. truth is the <laughs> ultimate defence, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think other kids in school felt the same way? I believe they did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you need somebody like that to give you a bit of discipline and resilience, isn't it? I think that's it, yeah, because, uh. I mean, she really did kind of, it's almost like she picked a few kids to just 
try and make their lives hell. And mm-hmm. I kind of, yeah, used to go home from school crying. And then one day I just snapped and yeah. just started playing up. And that was yeah, it. Yeah, that was it. So yeah. that's probably, I reckon, a really pivotal moment mm-hmm. in my life when it comes to, yeah, mm-hmm. so you felt rebelling. So you felt <laughs> if I'm going to be blamed for everything, I might as well have some reason to be blamed. Yeah. She sounds like you, Dale. <laughs> but Dale had the same experience. I, I, I was a goody-goody. Now, so... Do kids in Scotland go to high school? We do, yeah. Oh, you right. do? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> How many years is that? Uh, that would be um, four to six years. Yeah. Now so I you s- can leave in year four. Or can you? Yeah. yeah. And I assume four. you didn't stay in your village for that. You had to go somewhere on a bus or something? No, no, I walked to school. Yeah. You had a high school? Yeah, yeah it's a town, not a village. Oh, so yeah. it's a town. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Mm. What's it um, famous for, infamous for? Oh. Chris, the Edinburgh Crystal Factory is there. You're kidding. Mm. Mm. So it's not actually Edinburgh Crystal no at wonder, all. No wonder, everybody got, <laughs> no wonder everybody's got brain damage, all the lead they yeah, use over the probably. centuries. All yeah, probably. All the kids, you know, inhaling that lead. Yeah. Oh, explains a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, we also had coal fires which used yeah. to just sit. Yeah. The yeah. smoke would just sit over mm. the whole town. Yeah. So what was the snow like in winter? Was it dirty or...? Oh, no, we didn't. No, we had, like, good white snow. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, this little feisty little brat who gets to high school, (laughs) what did you enjoy doing at high school? Yeah, biology was my top. Biology. Yeah, and I loved English as well, actually. They're probably my two favourite. Did you dissect the obligatory frog? No, actually, yeah, I was... um, yeah. What happened? Vegetarian. I, yeah. Oh, come on. When did no, that happen? Dissection. <laughs> when did this vegetarian business start? <laughs> um, oh, it's interesting, actually, because I, yeah, I had friends that were vegetarian, mm. and I was kind of, you know, the way you do in social groups, you, yeah. you'd be like, oh, I'm yeah. veg- vegetarian as well, yeah. apart yeah. from yeah. when I... Yeah, go to the pub and then I have yeah, a lamb kebab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm part of the Scottish Liberation Front. I'm vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we had a we had a bioethics class at school. Bioethics. Bio, like, high school. Like, oh, it was an ethics ethics, ethics. class. And um, there was basically this teacher who whose name I probably shouldn't mention. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can mention their first name. But she basically, oh, yeah. I don't even know what her first name oh, well, was. Exactly. Yeah. She was a teacher. Mrs. Somebody. Yeah. yeah. But she was, yeah, like a, a pro-lifer, basically, and she used yeah. this class as an opportunity to basically force her propaganda down our throats, which, to, yeah, my other students' credit, like, Good we didn't, teacher. yeah, we, none teacher. of us really lapped it up. Yeah. We could see really yeah. clearly what was going I mean, on. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think in year 12, I had an alcoholic gay Frenchophile for the French teacher, so he, he didn't push anything down our throat. <laughs> it was alright. Right. He probably we, wanted we, to keep it himself. Yeah, well, we liked him. We liked him. He was a good bloke. Yeah, he was different. Mm. Yeah, so, but she was different in, in an evil way. Yeah, well, I just uh, think, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, really, yeah, so cool for me to do that. So, were you, were you religious at that stage? No, but both the schools that I went to were um, Christian schools by denomination. Excuse yeah. me, they weren't public schools. They were public schools, but they were, cre- yeah. We, were oh, making, we had to get a note to not go to church, which I got, uh-huh. yeah. Well, <laughs> your parents atheists or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was because <laughs> <laughs> my mum had it forced down her throat as didn't, well. Didn't they teach you to fear God? <laughs> Hell? Maybe that's what went wrong. Satan? <laughs> they didn't teach you any of that? No. You realise that the heaven and hell business is just a family dispute? <laughs> Because, do you do much Bible reading? 
Not a lot I reckon every atheist should. I, I read yeah. all the religious texts because yeah. I like to have a laugh sometimes. <laughs> and um, you know the Archangel Gabriel mm. and Lucifer. Yeah. You know Lucifer's the head of hell, and the yeah. Archangel Gabriel is the head of heaven. They're, they're actually brothers. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Uh, yeah. And we have to suffer because of this bloody family dispute. Why can't they resolve it? <laughs> yeah, but getting back to your life, so. Oh, I digressed, and I was talking about being vegetarian. Yeah, yeah but anyway, in that ethics yeah. class, yeah. I actually picked up some yeah animal rights literature, and I. You're li- kidding! Yeah, That's, that was propaganda too. It was propaganda, but it was really effective because I basically <laughs> went home from school like crying, going, "This is really bad." No and more. Yeah, went for veggie me. and then went vegan shortly after. Yeah. You went vegan. Yeah, even worse. What's yeah. this thing about animals <laughs> in high school? What's what's wrong with killing and eating animals? And stealing their honey and, and you know, and, and sticking needles in them to make, to make milk all, all year and sending their little kitties off to the slaughterhouse at one. What's wrong with all that? Well, that's, yeah. I mean, it was more the industrialised system that I had a problem with. Right. So, yeah. So I, do, I think I don't have an ethical problem with eating animals per se. I don't want right. to do it. I don't no. think it's necessary. No, um, I think it can be done... It can be done humanely, but I don't think that's so obviously I, not what's happening currently. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so I bring it, if I brought a pig in here, slit its throat, and invite you to the barbecue, you'd be happy about that, as long as I'd raise the pig myself. <laughs> nah, not really. Not really. I just, okay. Yeah, I All just right. don't, yeah. Right. Personally, I don't, yeah. I, yeah. I know farmers that mm. raise pork that yeah. are good people and yeah. do it well, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to eat it. Fair enough. Yeah. So how old were you when you finished high school? Uh, I was 17. Yep. 17. Did you, did, you have that, did you have that silly O-level thing or whatever in those days? We had, we had what were co- called standards and then higher. Standards. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a O-grade oh, replacement. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, I guess it's similar to here in a way, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how did you go at the end of the year? Was the world your oyster at the end of year 12? Uh, I didn't quite get... Did I get to year 12? I, in, in Scotland you can do... Year five, and then yes. or and then you can go on to do six year studies. And I, so I did my hires, but I didn't go on and do six year studies. If you see what I mean, and mm-hmm. I kind of Why yeah, because all my friends had left. <laughs> like I started the year, and I was just like, oh, it's terrible. Like I was one of on, only about three students. You get made prefects. Do you know what prefects oh, are? I know do you what have a them here? Yeah, yeah and I was one of only three students that wasn't a prefect. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> In, in six oh. yeah, in six years. <laughs> That's not good. That is not good. I think it is good. Is it? You yeah. you I think it's a market You didn't honor. wear the coat. <laughs> you didn't wear the coat on the little no, badge. No, I didn't have the stupid blue blazer. No, and no. you didn't, didn't have to harass little kids, kids. No, you didn't do break. that. No, yeah. no, 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 Kick no, kids out no. of the toilet for smoking. Well, I used to go to a t- tough school, and I was a, actually school captain and a prefect. But we had over 1,200... We had over 1,200 students at the school, which I will remain nameless. And our main task was to ensure that copulation between the kids occurred in the bushes, not on the football field. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I won't mention the school. Interesting. I think you should mention the school. No. <laughs> But that was the 60s, you know, what did you expect in the late 60s? But getting back to your... So, 
You I don't do? think we had anything like that going on in our playing field. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure if you looked, I'm sure if you looked in the bushes, it would have been going on. <laughs> because I, I'll just, I'll just raise it because you, you know, you like biology, and I thought maybe yeah. <laughs> you'd like to pursue that. Long. So what happens when you leave year five? Like it's quite boring now. At seventeen, what happens? Um, I, it's interesting, yeah, because I dropped out of school, and then my parents were like, "Oh, when are you going to do something? That, that Get a job sense. or something?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, sense. "Right, I'll go to Ireland tomorrow." So off I went. Tomorrow. To Ireland. Yeah, this is an act day. of rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked Ireland. I've always been drawn to Ireland. Why were you drawn yeah. to Ireland? I think, well, they've got a good accent. Yeah, good music. Uh-huh. Yep. But how would a seventeen-year-old Scottish lad <laughs> know about this? There <laughs> well, were any Irish lads at yeah, the school, were there? The year before, yeah. No, you've been there the year before, yep. what, on the school triples, I think. No, I no? Sh- my parents let me hitchhike to Ireland when I was sixteen. Yeah, but that's all right. Yeah, I was kind of amazed that they let me do that, but that's normal. I was fine. Days. That was yeah. normal. They yeah. hitchhiked all over the world. <laughs> I hitchhiked to Melbourne yep. from Brisbane. It's all right. It's okay as long as you keep your eyes open. At 16, well, yeah. Well, you did well. Hmm. So when you get to Ireland, you say, I'm here. Louise is here. Did you watch your flying to Dublin? Or catch uh, a, a... I hitched. hitched yeah, but how can and you get to... Ferry. Ferry. Yes, yeah. You had so to pay for the ferry. to Northern Ireland. Yeah, then, oh, yeah, you went to Northern Ireland. Oh, and then down south. So yeah. to Dublin, I yep. assume. Yep, and, Dublin. And you get off the ferry and you know no one. Oh, I did know some people. Did you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you do a bit of cow... Couch I did, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah. working at a pub or something. I went. I worked in a computer software warehouse. That's not <laughs> weird. <laughs> so that I knew. Weird. So I knew all the names of all the different printer spools, and I was like, "Oh yeah, what? that's a C three hundred and five." What year was this? Oh, what year When was it? It would have been. Well, seventeen. So nine. Is that? Ninety-one, ninety-one. Well, I hope you're going to yeah. end up, yeah. Mm. Right. Yep, yep. Ninety-one. Mm. It's got to be early days to be putting computers together, ninety-one. Mm, yeah. uh, you would have been a very, very intelligent young man. Very advanced. Man. Very advanced, <laughs> yeah. And how long did this last? Uh, oh, only about six months. Six yeah. months. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Were you asked to leave? Well, I went, I went back to, to the UK, so I went back to uni in the UK. Ah, yep. you decided this was not the career for you for the next 50 years. No. So you went to uni. What did you do at uni? Biology, yeah. That's excellent. What yeah. university? Uh, oh, actually, I went to... I'm painting quite a bad picture of myself. I went to York University, but then I dropped out, and I went to Nottingham after the next year. Is yeah. there any particular reason you dropped out of York? It was just too hard work. Yeah. What? We had, like, 9 o'clock lectures every morning, <laughs> and... Three-hour practicals every afternoon. But it's biology. <laughs> it's biology. It's facts. You know, and figures. You've got to learn it. Don't you understand? Yeah. It's not easy. You yeah. Know? When you you're that age, though, I mean, when you're 18, oh. you just want to have fun, don't you? Well, I did medical yeah. school. I started what? I you started did medical school? Yeah, I started oh. at 17. Did you get through? Are you a doctor? I'm afraid so. I'm a real doctor, oh, but I'll uh, interview you, all right? Yep. Let's. They'll can interview me one day when I feel up to it. <laughs> but knowing her, I don't know. So, <laughs> what degree did you come out of at Nottingham University? Yeah, biology. Biology, biology. degree. What yep. does a biology degree give? Entry give you entry into what? Uh, well, I I always wanted to be a ranger actually, but I, I never. A had ranger. A, yeah, like a. What. Texas Ranger. Park Ranger. Oh, a Park Ranger. If we want to be a mm. Texas Ranger. Yep. No, so a Park Ranger. Yep. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. But, 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 well, that, that goes in with a biology degree. Yeah. Then did you get a job as a ranger? 
I didn't actually. I, I got a really good job at a dolphin information um, place, though, up in Inverness, which was really cool. Well, they have dolphins up there, yeah? Yeah, they do. It's the furthest north population in, in Europe, I believe. I would yeah. be so too. And did you yeah. actually go out there and do measurements? Well, they had underwater microphones in the river, yeah. so yeah. you could. Like hear them come up as they were catching salmon migrating upstream. So, right. so what was that was your really job? good. It was basically interpretive officer. So pe- members of the public would come in and mm. and I'd point out the dolphins to them in the river mm. and we'd listen to them. I got a little bit yeah, excited there when you said interpretive <laughs> officer. I thought you were interpreting the dolphin sound. <laughs> it was it was a fun job, but it kind of made me realise that. I didn't think conservation was for me. I wanted to be more at the pointy edge of well, protecting yeah. the environment, like rather than just yeah, you didn't think you talking to, to the public. I was a bit worried when you said that. Yeah. I thought you wanted to kill the dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> conversation, conservation wasn't for you. Yeah, I didn't really feel that I was making the change that I wanted to in the world, even though it was a fun job. Yeah. Right. So how old were you then? Um, I would have been oh, 25 then. 25? Yeah. You yeah. should know what you want to do. So what do you do next? I actually around that time I read No Logo by Naomi Klein mm-hmm. and while well, I was sitting in the Dolphin Information Centre mm-hmm. and, and I was like, yeah, like corporations are really the problem and they need to be destroyed. So I went and worked for a group <laughs> called Corporate Watch in the UK. Corporate Watch, tell yeah. us about them. So they're like a small um, cooperative and they were based in Oxford then but they've moved to London now um, and they were all about, yeah, exposing yeah, corporate influence on government. Um, oh, that so doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was a bit shocked when Mr. Morrison said yesterday, the other day, you know Mr. Morrison, don't you, the treasurer? Mm-hmm. He said yesterday, he said, there's nothing wrong with politicians taking money from lobby groups. Mm-hmm. Now, I assume, you know, I assume he meant lobby groups like Save the Dolphins or <laughs> Friends of the Earth. we've got so much money You've to got so much money around. to throw away. That's what, <laughs> it would be the corporations because they're ethically inclined. I mean, I mean, I've never thought, I've never understood why people are such against corporations. I mean, mm. they've got a specific task. <laughs> and, and, and it's to create ever-increasing profits mm-hmm. for their major shareholders irrespective of the human, social, environmental and national costs. Mm. At least they're upfront about it, aren't they? <laughs> But they're not even though, are they? Because they're they've not. Got all this, well, they've got all this greenwashing spin, you know, corporate social responsibility, mm. um, pretending that they. So what did you do for corporate watch? I am um, I yeah research. So I was a researcher. So I was well, produ- yeah, producing information on yeah, yeah like, lots like, of googling. Yeah, so we did like profiles on different corporations. Well, tell us your greatest victory in that job. <sighs> We were we were more about providing information for campaigners to use, so we weren't actually, you know, no. like directly campaigning ourselves. You so were, that, you I don't the know brains. that I can. Yeah, so we're more digging. Yeah. Like yeah, campaigners would tell us what they wanted, you, and we'd you would do been, the research. You would have been the um, the generals sending the troops out to their deaths. <laughs> <laughs> good, it's a good yeah. job to have. And how long did you last there? Um, about three years. So yeah, so that's what now. got me. Oh. When I was there, I was. Um, Got really involved in the anti-GM crops campaign. Excuse yeah. me, anti-GM. Genetically modified Thank crops. Thank you. Yeah, we, yeah. we like to yeah. use all the Sorry, words. Sorry, I'll stop using acronyms. Because yeah. you know you may think you know what you're talking about, yeah. but a lot of people don't. Yeah. You know, anti. People go blah 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 blah, and you go yes. What's all that about? So, what's your belief about genetically modified crops? Um. Oh, where do I start on that yeah, one? Well, there's a Whoa. lot of people. We need to feed them, don't we? 
We do, but not necessarily using genetically modified crops. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, no, there's actually no evidence that GM crops increase yield. All they really do is increase profits for companies like Monsanto. Mm-hmm. So, um, really? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's extraordinary. You heard it at 3CR first. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just amazed. <laughs> look, look, I'm a bit of a farm boy myself. Mm. I grew up on a farm. And I, you know what really pisses me off mm. about this GM cropping? Mm. It's not the fact that, you know, you're going to die of cancer or something. I don't give a shit about that. What pisses me off is you can't get any seeds. That's right, yeah. So yeah. tell us about it. What, what are they doing to this? What's, what's going What goes on? With so, this yeah, I mean, the main driver of GM crops is really the patents behind them. That's why companies yeah want to put a gm gene in because they can patent it then farmers can no longer save their seed they they have to buy new seed every year and that's the real the real driver behind gm crops mm. so that's where they make their profit that's they right yeah well the they're not only i mean 80 percent of gm crops are herbicide tolerant as well so they're not only selling the seed they're also selling the herbicide as well weeds get resistant to the herbicide so then they can stick in another gene for another herbicide and it's just this accelerating arms race basically so now they've got um gm crops in the u.s that are getting um genetically modified to be resistant to paraquat dicamba like really nasty herbicides because Mm. all Mm. the weeds are yeah resistant to roundup which is now also been shown to be a probable human carcinogen as well but i've always thought there is a positive to this what's the positive (laughs) i thought that maybe they could um design a um, you know a crop that actually has a hand and they could actually catch the insects as they come past oh well, they've got fly trap plants already yeah, haven't yeah, they yeah, yeah i was thinking of that you know yeah. it could be i mean they, they keep telling us that it's good for us so your resistance to gm crops is mainly because of the monopolization that was certainly what got me into it but mm. the more the more that i researched the more i realized yeah about the environmental impacts as well and like i always thought um, oh, well, the herbicide use. Yeah, so there's yeah. been a huge increase in herbicide use since GM crops have been introduced, yeah. um, and that's got h- impacts on soil as well. Like glyphosate's been shown to be really harmful to the soil. The other GM crops that you get are like in, in, insect-resistant ones, the BT crops. That uh, chemical's been shown to build up in soil as well and have an adverse effect on soil microorganisms. Not so, and water we could be eating it. To rinse off into waterways. You're not saying we could be... Well, we are eating it. You're kidding. We are. I can't believe that, that we're eating it. (laughs) That's extraordinary. Mm. Really? Yeah, and the majority of GM crops, um, well, GM fruits in Australia aren't labelled. Doesn't it stay in the ground? All the nasties? They don't. No. No, so actually it's interesting. They're drawn up by the plants and... Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, so they did um, studies... um, urine studies and they found in in germany and yeah. and the u.s and found that 90 percent i think it was about like 90 percent of um yeah. the people that they tested had traces of glyphosate in their urine uh-huh. yeah yeah well my favorite i like my favorite and I, I like doing research i've done a fair bit mm. of research when i was younger obviously i had my marbles not now but um was the fact that people who eat processed food it takes twice as long as them to decompose as people like you, vegos and vegans. Mm, yeah, I heard that because of the preser- all the preservatives, preservatives in their food. Yes. So they've actually, the coroners have had to change their estimate of how long bodies have been dead because That's they don't right. break down as quickly That's as they right. used to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I thought that was really nice. <laughs> 
I mean, you could be mummified. You can actually be mummified. If you want to be a perfectly preserved corpse, then yeah, that, yeah that's yeah, what you, you do. can be mummified while you're alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. That's extraordinary. Now, look, it's 4.32. It's, uh, this is 3CR on Community Radio, 3CR 855 on your AM dial. We're interviewing Louise Sales, and I can actually say her name, which is extraordinary, uh, here on 3CR. The program is podcast, so if you miss some of the... Uh, Interviewing and all the fascinating things we're learning, you can access the podcast by going to 3cr.org.au and we are streaming live on 3cr.org.au, Louise, so don't defame any more teachers. Right. Okay. <laughs> now, so how long did you last there? Um, at Corporate Watch? Yeah. Three, yeah, three years. So what, you're 28, yeah. the world's your oyster. Yeah. I'm get, yeah, I feel like I've lost some years somewhere because I think oh, I, I feel like matter. I was 20. Yeah, I was 29, I think, when I left there. You left 29. Yeah. No, yeah. You didn't do the obligatory trip around the world or something in between? Well, I, I did because I came, <laughs> yeah, I went to New Zealand so, you when went I was 29. To, yeah. You went after you finished with corporate watching. Yeah, went to New Zealand. I took off. Yeah, Why? overland actually. So, overland? Yeah, so I managed to get all the way to Sydney without flying and then. Ha- excuse me, this, this is interesting. <laughs> uh, finally, yeah. this is interesting. Overland from. Mm. Yeah, London, so London. Yeah, Oxford, so yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So overland. So what did you go through? So fair across to Holland. Yep. And then through Holland, Germany, mm. Poland, mm. Um, through to yeah Russia, and then got the Trans Siberian Express down so through Russia and Mongolia. Two thousand, it would have been, or two thousand and one, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Interesting experiences you can share on radio during a period when school children are coming home and <laughs> parents. Uh, oh, let me think. Yeah, it was really, yeah, it was really good fun. It took about six months. It was uh, quite. Uh, yeah. And how many of you were there? Oh, just me and my boyfriend at the ah, time. Yeah. Ah, ah, yeah. Well, did you do no hitching? Obviously, you drove. Oh no! We, well, it was all public transport. Public yeah, transport. Yeah, and then the bit from east from Bali to Australia, I. Hitched a lift on a yacht. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. But let's get back. Did you yeah. go through Central Asia? Did you? How did you yeah. Get, yeah. Oh, Mong- no, Mongolia, China, and then down through Vietnam and right. Cambodia, Thailand. Yeah. yeah. Well, would have been, life would have yeah. been easy as a vegetarian and cheap as a vegan. Russia's difficult. Yeah, it is. It can be. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of noodles and a lot of potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got a funny story. I was at a. <clears throat> An anarchist conference in Seoul in 1995, and there was a delegation from uh, Britain who were vegetarians, (laughs) and uh, we were served up things in a bowl by our hosts, and they said, oh, we're vegetarians. So the hosts didn't didn't fluster them, they just went out the back, took out the meat and brought back the bowl. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of us thought it was so funny. <laughs> so I can understand, yeah. yeah. You, could, you could have had borscht all day, and what else do they have? Cabbage, and you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah potato. The, the cheapest thing, because vegetarianism in Russia is like really bougie. So you can yeah. you you can get vegetarian food, but all their veggie restaurants are really expensive and flash. Yeah. yeah. So the cheapest thing we found was yeah, just baked potatoes with mushroom, wild mushrooms on them. Yeah. Well, so I ate a lot of that. It was tasty. Yeah, it was tasty. Mm, but yeah. yeah. So how yeah. did you get into the country? How did you get to Australia? In if you came by a yacht, what's going on? Oh, it's really interesting because yeah, yeah. Well, I'm interested. Yeah, as soon as you get into Australian waters, yeah. a little plane comes over and yeah. asks for all your passport numbers. They're so on the case with their border control. That's yeah. right. Mm. And how come they let you through? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, what passport were you using? British, oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's fair enough. Yeah. 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 yeah, you're one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of us. So, so where did you end, end up in Darwin? Darwin, you? yeah. What did you think of Darwin in 2000? It was kind of, it was actually a real culture shock because I'd obviously been in Asia for like six months. So mm. I was just like wandering around going, everything's so clean. Look at all the shiny things, the mall. The, yeah. I don't think most of us would say Darwin is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's relative, I suppose. It is. Isn't it? Yeah. I wouldn't call Darwin clean, no. Yeah. So, well, <coughs> you just kind of wandered down south, did you? Yeah, well, I, I got yeah, I got a lift with this um, kind of fairly miserable German guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as far as what, um, Ludwig or something. Brisbane. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I should name him again, should I? <laughs> just the first name. Just Thomas. The, Thomas. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jay. I don't want you to. I don't want you to break My into. Off. Yeah, I don't want you to break into German slang. Thank <laughs> you. She's a bit of a German. But I think he. Yeah, he'd been travelling around Australia. He was over it. He should have gone home. But he was like, "Oh no, I've started. I must finish my trip." That's very German. I'm having a really bad time, but uh, <laughs> I must do what I set out to do. Uh, <laughs> if we care, if we care. So you got to Brisbane. Yeah, that's right. And then, Is and then, still with your boyfriend, or he disappeared? Oh, he actually flew. He had an interesting time because he wasn't really interested in going on the yacht because it was oh. kind of expensive. Like we had to pay yeah. to go in there, yeah. and so he went up to Malaysia right. um, and went on a punk rock tour of Malaysia, and yeah, yeah had a really good. There time. is an underground scene there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then we met up in New Zealand. Yeah. So you went to Brisbane, then New Zealand. Oh no, I went to Sydney. Yeah, so we got right. a lift with another. Nice German guy from <laughs> Lisbon. <laughs> he redeemed my faith in the yeah the, ger- the German in the German race. race. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I got lift to Sydney and then. What was this holy grail thing about New Zealand? Why did you want to go to New Zealand? It was more actually. It's, it's nothing really exciting, really. Was, I was just about to turn thirty, and it was my last chance to get a working holiday visa. So I was like, uh, "Oh, if I don't do it now, I never will." So I was like, that was it. I had some friends that yeah, I had some friends that went over there, and I was like, "Oh yeah." You didn't go there to shoot birds or no? No. Kill seals? No. 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 Hunt whales? (laughs) Plant bombs on little, you know, um, rainbow warrior ships? ships. (laughs) Nothing like that? No, nothing like that. Just went to work. Yeah. What did you do? I did a bit of bit of fruit, kiwi fruit packet packing. God, it was so boring. Cause yeah. the, and their accent, they were like, because we were looking for picking work, and they're like, oh, yeah, we've got packing, packing work, and packing. Dale, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. could we put this on the record? We have, we have a Scots lass complaining about New Zealand accents. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe this. So we had, Only in free CR, <clears> isn't it? Only so we ended, up, we ended up packing kiwi fruits rather, packing rather fruit. than picking them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. which was terrible. Yeah. yeah. You did mention the R word. No, no, the C word, that you're a citizen of this country. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. So, what happened? Yes, yeah, so my visa in New Zealand ran out. Yeah, so yeah. I came across the pond to Australia and got a working holiday visa here. Uh, we don't mind over the over 30s, do we? 31 was the cut-off. So <laughs> yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah, so that was good. Yeah, because I, I really didn't want to go home. Yeah. Like, I think once you've lived in New Zealand or Australia, it's... Britain just feels like a really crowded little island. 
Look, uh, Mr. Dutton, don't listen to this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) We may we may find that she's done something Mm. illegal. Well, the visa that I came in on doesn't exist anymore. They just got rid of it. Four, five, seven. Yeah, but you're on this this stupid visa, right, to Mm. pick fruit here. Mm. How come you're still here? I got sponsored, so I got a job for Environment Victoria. Yeah, and then I. They gave you a job. Yeah, they gave me a job. Haven't we got people who can do that job? Clearly not as well as me. Why would they give you a job? <laughs> what are your skills? You must be a superwoman. <laughs> well, I suppose campaigning. Yeah, that's my skill set. Campaigning. Yeah. That's yeah. your skill set. Yeah. So envi- Environment Victoria environment, Sponsor. Yeah, that's right. They did. They yeah. did? Really? Yeah. That's extraordinary. Yeah, it's pretty good. Are you still with them? No, no, I'm not. So no, that, that's, how you, that's how you thank them for their good news. <laughs> yeah. You turn your back on I, I stayed there for a year and then I, I went to Greenpeace who actually got me my permanent residency. So I've got Greenpeace to thank for that. Permanent residency? Yeah. Yep. That make you a citizen. Oh, and then I became a citizen a year after. Yeah. But why would a Scots lass want to become a citizen of Australia? I love, I love Australia. You yeah, do? What do, what do you like about it? Um, it's beautiful. It's amazing. The wilderness is incredible. Mm. The people are good fun. You've been to the Nullarbor Plain? I have, You've yeah. been to the Central Desert? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It is extraordinary, isn't it's it? It's amazing. It yeah. is amazing. Yeah. If you don't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Western MacDonald Ranges, I reckon. Are, yeah, they're one of my favourite places. It's, so it's amazing, What that part country. of Australia have you been to? I've not been to Cape York, and I'd really love oh. to. And I haven't been to Arnhem Land. Right. And right. obviously huge areas of the desert in the middle I haven't been mm. to. Yeah. Mm. You've done Tasmania, I see. Well, I live in Tasmania. I live in Hobart. You're kidding. No. When did that happen? Five years ago. <laughs> you were with Green... So how long were you with uh, Greenpeace? Uh, three and a half years. What did you do with them? Um, genetic engineering campaigner. What? Yeah. Oh, you actually did genetic engineering for Greenpeace? No, I campaigned against genetic engineering <laughs> for Greenpeace. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what did that entail? Um, oh, a mixture of like political lobbying and um, yeah, media work, um, research. Mm, political yeah. lobbying. Right, writing web articles. Yeah, yeah. Well, the state and federal level? State and federal, yeah. Did you bring a little satchel of cash with you when you did a bit of political lobbying for Greenpeace? I didn't, and that, yeah, that's maybe why they lifted the GM moratoriums, because we didn't. <laughs> did you it's kind of interesting, because Ian yeah. MacDonald, oh, am I defaming someone again? But you, you know Ian MacDonald, the resources minister, mm. so in New South Wales, he was the one that lifted the GM moratorium, and mm. sure enough, years later, he's been found to be... Wrapped, wrapped up really heavily in the Eddie Abid case and corruption. So, well, yeah. Well, that doesn't mean he's been go. charged. He's just wrapped up. Oh, no, he has been charged. He's Pleasant doing time as far as he's I know. He's doing time? Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. That's a pleasant experience. <laughs> yeah. so I'm sure they've got a special wing for they do, they politicians. Do. Well, they've got a special wing <laughs> for celebrity, <laughs> celebrity prisoners, you know. They're usually kept in solitary. I hope that's correct. I hope that's, I've got that correct. Well, I hope so, too, because if, <laughs> if she's got it correct, I'd like to apologise on behalf of 3CR profusely because our guest got it wrong. And she's only did biology. She doesn't know anything about ethics. <laughs> <laughs> getting back, so you did. Right. So, what is it? What? Tell us a typical day of your job at Greenpeace. What would be a typical uh, day like? It's pretty similar to my current job because I'm at Friends of the Earth now. Yeah, I'm not Greenpeace what? anymore. They've got one in Tasmania. Oh, uh, I'm. I am the Friends of the Earth person in Tasmania. Yeah, so I work. The person. Mm-hmm. You're it. Yeah, I'm the friend of the earth. You're the friend Tasmania. of the earth. <laughs> 
you're it. <laughs> you, haven't got a, you haven't got a uh, personal assistant? <laughs> Secretary? No, just me. I'm everything. Do you, do you have a little caravan? I've got a tiny house, actually. I live a in a tiny, tiny house. house. Yeah. Well, I'll talk about yeah. that in a minute. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, so what made you go to Tasmania five years ago? I just love it there. Yeah, so I used to go there bushwalking every, yeah, every year, every summer. Yeah. What do you love about it? <clears throat> The wilderness, the yeah. It's just a little rock. The climate is the most similar to Scotland. <laughs> we should go back to Scotland then. If it's, is it oh, snow? it's kind of like Scotland light. We do get snow, yeah, yeah. just a little bit on top of the mountain, and yeah, yeah maybe yeah. the odd scattering. Yeah. But don't, don't tell us the exact address. I don't want you reported. But no, no. where exactly in Tasmania do you live? In Hobart. Oh, that's yeah. the, I know where Hobart is. Yeah. What near the <coughs> mountain or something? Yeah, right next to the mountain. Yeah. Mm. And so, what what do you do all day? As the friend of the earth in Tasmania. Well, I coordinate Friends of the Earth Emerging Tech Project. So we're... Excuse me, Emerging... Emerging Tech, yeah. What is that? So it's basically... We're calling for a precautionary approach to new technologies. So like nanotechnology, new genetic engineering techniques, and basically trying to get regulation around them, which in the current political climate you can imagine is fairly tricky. Mm. Yeah. So tell us about nanotechnology. Yeah, so nanotechnology is basically dealing with, yeah, tiny, tiny particles. So, yeah, like a billionth of a millimetre, really, really small um, particles. Um, And what what happens at that level, the molecular level, is Mm. particles are actually much more reactive when they're that small because they've got a much larger relative surface area. So industry is really excited by the potential um, for these these particles are being used in catalysts and surface coatings, all these in um, foods. Um, uh, excuse me, could you go back one step? You <coughs> say they use little tiny particles in food. Yeah. What does it give it a nice little taste when we? Well, yeah, as, suck it as down. for what? delivering flavorings, but also things like titanium dioxide, silica, um, mm-hmm. all kinds of yeah tiny particles are being used in food. And what we've been calling for is. Is regulation in like food. actually assessing that these things are safe this before they pro- use them? This food? is processed food. Yeah, yeah, that's and, right. And what they feed this stuff to animals too, do they? Yeah, humans, mm. animals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nanomaterials are being used in animal feed as well. Yeah. So what's wrong with having little tiny particles running around our intestines? Well, they haven't been assessed for safety, and actually, there's a whole like nano. Really, they're only small. <laughs> <laughs> and that's. You, that's pretty much what our food regulator, Food Standards Australia New Zealand, has said. Oh, it's just like, oh, just because they're small doesn't mean they're harmful. And it's just like, well, that's not actually the conclusion that regulators overseas have reached. They've actually concluded that they pose, that, yeah, they have new properties that need to be assessed for safety before they're right. allowed in the food chain. So um, what other technologies are you looking at? As um, a friend of the earth in Tasmania. <laughs> the, the other major thing that we're working on at the moment is um, a whole range of new genetic engineering techniques that the government's wanting to deregulate, basically. So there's um, CRISPR is probably the one that most people have heard of. You might have heard of it if you're a No, no, well, doctor. tell me, tell no. me. Okay, tell it's me. basically, um, it's, they're being referred to as gene editing, which implies that they're really precise That's and they right. just make yeah. precise little changes That's to right. the genome, which is, of course is what industry's arguing, mm. but it isn't actually true. Um, so all of these techniques, I know, shock horror, right? <laughs> <laughs> Industry lies. <laughs> yeah, but what's wrong with a little bit of gene editing, you know? Well, we just want to remove God's imperfections. We're humans. We're more important, obviously, aren't we? The major concerns are um, that if you're going to do it to food crops, say, is that you, 
you can it can result in the production of unexpected proteins, so things like allergens. Um, so all of these techniques um, result in what's termed off-target effects. So as well as cutting the bit of DNA they want to cut, they cut other bits of DNA as well. And it's kind of interesting because in the it's being used a lot in medicine these techniques, and there's actually real potential um, and some quite interesting science going on. But in the medical field. Everyone's in agreement that it's definitely genetic modification and it definitely needs to be assessed for safety before we start turning it into medicine. Um, but when you apply it to food crops, um, industry's going, nah, 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 nah. That it's fine. It's, it's, it's no different yeah. to traditional there's, breeding. There's no it doesn't need to be assessed stands. for safety. There's nothing to see here. Yeah, you know how it is to do medical research, even on bloody animals, <laughs> like human beings? How many things you've got to pieces of paper you've mm. got to fill in. So you're not telling me that you don't have to do any of that with... Uh, yeah, so it's fairly, yeah, it's fairly audacious what they're trying to get away with because uh -huh. they're basically, yeah, there's a review going on at the moment and industry's oh. arguing that all oh, these techniques don't need to be regulated as GMOs. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, they seem to have the, the government's ear. So we're really hoping that the mm. government does the, the so right how, thing and how, regulates how these techniques. How nanotechnology been um, kind of used on a mass market? Um... It's really, in, it really be in the last 10 years that uh, nanotechnology has so, really taken off. Are you suggesting, yeah, are you field. suggesting, because obviously we mm. can't prove it, are you suggesting that the increased allergens and allergic reactions we're seeing in the population, especially young children, could be related to the introduction of nanotechnology? Do you, do you mean nanotechnology or GM or both? Both. Um, because there's been, there's, yeah. been, there's been a major increase. Mm. And we, we've put it down to the fact that we love everything like you did when you went to Darwin. Mm. Clean and yeah. we don't love bacteria and kids don't play in dirt. That's what we're putting it down to. So, so you're telling me, because it's really been quite an exponential rise in the yeah. last decade. Yeah, the, the hygiene hypothesis, which mm. is what mm. you're talking about, is definitely one. But, mm. I mean, there's certainly a correlation between the introduction of GM foods and this massive epidemic in allerg food allergies that we're seeing. But which we see there's, actually you, there's no way you can say whether it's GM no, you or can't, not you because can't, no. the studies haven't been done. No, yeah. no, but just interesting correlation because you're saying... Oh, don't worry about the noise, mm. that's my job. Right. Oh, I know there's someone lurking by the door looking oh, in, but that's all right. Right. She's, she's gone now. <laughs> Obviously she'd go. She saw you and she would go. She'd know you're the member for uh, Tasmania for friend of the earth. <laughs> so, <laughs> the friend. So you're an earth goddess and there's no way she would interrupt an earth goddess. So have you got plans? How old are you now? I'm 43. 43. Yeah. You got plans to go back to Scotland? No, no. You Tasmania's your yeah, little place. Yeah, I reckon Tassie's where. Yeah. yeah. So where'd you find this little house? Oh, in it's in South Hobart, so it's right on the edge of the mountain. Yeah, where'd you find it? Where did I find it? Yeah. Well, actually, my I tried to buy an an apple orchard actually, right. um, and, and I got outbid by some baby boomer from Queensland. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah, yeah. which <laughs> is a fairly typical story in Tassie yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and um, I was kind of telling my friend and she was just like ah oh, there's a place on this street you should go and have a look and I'd written off South Hobart because it's expensive mm -hmm. and I didn't really want to spend that much money on a house but I was like oh I'll go and have a look and, and went up and I just saw this place and just went oh it's amazing what there was a little tiny house yeah, there yeah it's already, already there yeah so it's take, take us through yeah. your little house okay so it's um, 20 square metres so 5 by 4 metres mm -hmm. um, so not much bigger than the studio slightly bigger than the studio is it any tall? And there's a mezz there's like a mezzanine platform right, which right. has got my bed on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a little um, bathroom off to the side, right. shower and toilet. Yeah. That's and it. Yeah, and then I've got, but then I've got half an acre of land, so. 
Pretty have good. Put, have you put anything on the half an acre? Yeah, so I've got lots of fruit trees. I've just uh-huh. planted loads of hazelnuts. Right, right. Yeah, lots of veggies. Yep. And There's a lot of land actually to try and yeah. manage in between mm. all the other things I do, so it's a bit of a mess. If I came down, could I <laughs> rent <laughs> a hazelnut tree or something? Oh, it sounds like an idyllic lifestyle. It's really lovely, yeah. Do you get bored? What's that, sorry? Do you get bored? No, I don't. I mean, I think I think my job, make, I travel quite a lot for my job, obviously, right. talking to politicians and stuff, right. so that gets me off the island. Mm. And I think people in Tassie that don't get off the island regularly can go a little bit... Uh-huh, but Hobart's that. really Hobart's really up and coming actually. Yeah, like I think yeah. we're overrepresented when it comes to events and you know like bands and stuff because most bands that tour nationally yeah. will come to Hobart. Hobart. So yeah, I think we, I think we do all right as far as entertainment yeah, and culture goes. Good. So mm. how, much, how much time would you spend off the island? Uh, uh maybe like I don't know, one maybe one week and four or something. Right. Yeah, so, so your four plants don't die when you're going. Well, you've got an automatic irrigation I'm, system. I'm working on that. You're yeah. working on that because that's yeah. what you need, you know. Yeah, Hopefully, totally. you've got no animals. I actually had to put an electric fence around my garden because the possums were just smashing everything. Yeah, they yeah. do, they do, they do. Yeah. So, what are your plans for the future? Not that we're uh, stalking you or anything, but, <laughs> you know, generally, what type of. You know, 43 now, you're halfway through your life. Yeah, well. I mean, at Friends of the Earth, actually, at the moment, we're talking about um, starting a food campaign, potentially. So we've got our AGM this weekend, and we've got a yeah, campaign this day. Is that why you're here for the a- Yeah, that's right. Do you yeah. put up any emotions at the AGM? I haven't, no. 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 So you're going to be like this? But I have put, I have put the poten- having the potential for a food um, project on, on uh, the, uh, yeah. Is the... Is the, is the uh, on the, the AGM, is it a little bit like the Chinese Communist Party AGM where two thousand delegates put up their hands <laughs> and nobody and nobody puts that and nobody opposes it? I think oh we're a pretty amicable bunch. I mean yeah, there's, yeah, yeah there's yeah. occasional yeah so that's about disputes, it. but yeah, yeah I think yeah. it'll be a yeah, I think it'll be a fun weekend. You I'm not I'm not dreading it or anything. No, so you think the organisation's yeah. reached its use by day? No, I think I think yeah, Friends of the Earth's actually really growing, and we're yeah, mm. we've we've actually got new groups in Sydney and Perth mm. now, and mm. I feel like the network's really taking off. It's quite an exciting time, yeah. And even in, in Melbourne, I mean, we've been getting some really great wins. So we just got the renewable energy target in place in Victoria, and yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah, I think Friends of the Earth is so doing think some really great things. You think things are looking up, do you? Yeah, I think yeah, I think we're, we're we're kicking some goals. I think I mean we're also under an awful lot of pressure. I mean, there's this whole government inquiry into tax deductibility of groups, and they're clearly after us. That's I mean, right. we've had like audit after audit, and yeah, mm. our necks are on the block. Mm. We're just waiting mm. for the <laughs> waiting for the blow, which is yeah, it's really appalling the way that's become politicised. Where, as you say, it's perfectly okay for the government to take bribes from from industry. No, no, no. Donations. Donations. Let's, let's get this right. Donations. Donations from that's, industry. That's right. And yeah, and but, but you, yeah, foreign corporations are. It's totally mm. acceptable for them to to. Yeah, that's all right. Have, give money to the government. And they're give foreigners. Mo- yeah. We let you in. Why can't but, we let them but we're, in? But they're trying to stop us from having foreign donations. Yeah, but, yeah, but, 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 but it's completely You okay. are a foreign donor. <laughs> it's co- friends completely of the okay. You're a very good <laughs> for business it's lobbyists been a to come talking along. to you. You've got 60 yeah. seconds. Oh. So what would you like to say to our two listeners? What should they do? 
Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, you should, yeah, get involved with Friends of the Earth, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. sign up, join up. Sign up. Join, join Friends up. of the Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. if you want to find out more about our campaign, it's emergingtech.fo.org.au, and yeah, you can check out our website. Uh, and how about all those poor old people who don't use a website? All the poor old people, yeah, pop into the shop. shop come yeah. up and, yeah. yeah. Where's the shop again? Yeah, just up on, just up the street, Smith Street. Yeah, yeah you remember yeah, the number? Near the Johnson Street. I don't remember the number. <laughs> right. You can't But you'll see it. us, it's near Johnson you can't Street. And it's yeah. on the Conley, Collingwood side of the street. That's right, it is. Yeah, yeah we're Collingwood, not Fitzroy. Side. They're not yeah. Fitzroy. Look, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. It's always good to talk to somebody who's got hope. Yeah. You know what hope is? Yeah. Hope is the love child of desire and expectation. The desire for change and the expectation that it will occur. And obviously, having people like you out in our community who are, you know, basically beacons of hope, who believe that change can occur is a, is a wonderful thing. So Scotland's loss is our game. So congratulations for picking Tasmania, not Australia as your home. <laughs> and uh, and uh, if you ever need a tenant in that home, ring Dale. She's good. She's a good tenant. Excellent. She looks up. She looks, she's a good cook and she looks and she's a punk musician. Excellent. So, good could you imagine having a punk musician living with you in a, in a, tiny, house. In a tiny house? It'd be wonderful, <laughs> wouldn't it, Dale? <laughs> thank you. Cool, thank you. Discreet, but there were so many people. You-